Hello and welcome back to Pixel Street Videos. Today, me and John are going to be talking about video games. I totally botched this intro already, but this is episode <laughs> 189 of the Pixel Street Podcast. I So the reason I did that is because I was thinking earlier, I was like, fuck, I forgot to record an intro for the Evil Dead video for John. You did, yeah. And so and that, uh, that's been on my head all day. And now that I just opened it like I was doing that, well, I'm not doing that. I'm doing the Pixel Street Podcast with the nacho cheese fiend himself, John Hansen. Hey, uh, what's up? We we took a week off. I was sick, and Joel just did whatever he wanted. But we're back, and we've got some things to talk about. Very excited about that. We do actually have some stuff to talk about this week. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll get to that in just a minute. Um but to get some housekeeping out of the way, you can follow us on Twitter at Pixel Street. Uh, on YouTube, you can find us at Pixel Street Videos by searching over there. YouTube.com slash Pixel Street Videos as well. Um, where you can find all of our Let's Plays, podcasts, uh, pretty much every piece of content we put out, more or less. Uh, me and Will reviewed some episodes of the Halo TV show. We did not finish the last two episodes because of reasons. But we will... Like it, it just it gets bad, John. Did you watch it? Does it? No, I. Uh, yeah, it it gets it gets rough. I wouldn't say like terrible. It just like being the Halo fans that me and Will are. It's mm -hmm. hard to get through. Um, but yeah, we will review the last two episodes. It's just not gonna be. It's not an immediate thing for us. <laughs> It'll be whenever we have time to do it. Um, yeah. So yeah, you could check that out on YouTube as well as our two Evil Dead Let's Plays. Uh, we had a full crew yep. together, a private lobby. Uh, that game's a ton of fun when you're playing with friends, but I tried playing alone once. Turns out not that fun alone. No. Even having we'll just one person, later, even just having just one person to play with makes it more fun. But yeah, go check out our Let's Play. It was a ton of fun. John was a bad guy for one of the playthroughs we did. My dog's barking like crazy. It is what it is. Can't hear it. Oh, cool. Thank you, NVIDIA Broadcast, for blocking out that, that noise. Much, much appreciated. Um, is that it? Should we talk about news? Let, let's get into it. I went on a rant. All right. So let's get into our main topics for the week. Um, first and foremost, the title of the podcast, Should You Abandon Xbox Game Pass? That is something that's been going around Twitter. Uh, I think it was like the end of last week slash beginning of this week. Maybe it was over the weekend. It, um, it was. It started uh, last week after um, the, the announce the announcement of uh, Starfield and Redfall being delayed. I mean, I've been saying that I could see Starfall, Star, Starfield, Starfield. Yeah, Starfield. Jesus Christ, Starfield I'm, and I'm Redfall. all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been saying that I could see Starfield getting delayed for a long time now, just because of like the scope of the game how little we've seen of it because all we've seen is really just like kind of a cinematic teaser, right? Mm -hmm. Um, just showing essentially space, uh, some sort of astronaut, the inside of a sh uh, cockpit, I believe none of it was like even remotely close to gameplay. So I kind of saw that being delayed for a while. Um, but Redfall, I think surprised me, um, just cause of how simple that game looked, uh, in terms of being, you know, kind of a left for dead clone more or less. Mm -hmm. An another one i know <laughs> we just got back for blood but this is more vampire centric so uh that one yeah. i'm kind of surprised got delayed but yeah this whole discussion of people saying that they don't think xbox game pass is worth it without first party titles coming to the service um what do you think john are you getting tired of game pass because there are no first party no first party titles no absolutely not this is still the best deal in all of gaming We've said it for years now. We're not the only ones who have said it for years. Xbox Game Pass is 100% still worth the $15 a month that I pay for it to get Ultimate. I mean, that's just... That's not going to change just because a couple of delays. Yeah, Xbox is a bit barren on their first-party lineup. No one can dispute that right now. Um, we had Halo, Halo, Forza, and Psychonauts 2 last year coming from them which were great releases. This year, we've got the Cuphead DLC. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, I think if that's you, all. 
I guess if you consider the Cuphead DLC a first party thing, right? Because that's probably going to come to Switch someday. Well, yeah, but it's published by Xbox, so that I'm going to count it because it's under the Xbox game. Hey, I'm thing. I'm just giving you like what all the Sony yeah. fanboys. No, would it's say not to you an exclusive. Twitter. It's not an exclusive. So yeah, uh, Deathloop will probably make its way over the Xbox as well, but that's been out on PlayStation for the last year. Like that stuff isn't exciting for people that want to play these first party games. I feel, uh, I feel like I've been staying for like five years. I'm so excited for the future of Xbox. Because you yeah. have Fable, Perfect Dark, now the Bethesda stuff, the Activision stuff that will close next year. Like, it's all right there, but it's been out of our reach for so long. And really, I don't blame people for being fed up with it by now. It it's It's been so long since we've had... Okay, I don't want to take away from the end of 2021, because that was a very good end of the year between Forza, Halo, and Psychonauts, which Psychonauts 2 was my game of the year last year. But it's just going forward, we're looking at all these games that we're very excited for, and we've seen next to no gameplay on most of the titles. Um, like even uh, Hellblade 2, that was revealed when the Xbox Series X was revealed. We've gotten two trailers for it, and we have no idea when that's coming out. There's just so much that's up in the air about it that we don't know what's coming out. That being said, though, when I look at Xbox Game Pass, people are like, oh, where's these AAA exclusives? Completely dismissing all the great indie games that are on there already. Like, that alone is an amazing deal right there. There are some great games to play on there. But you've got your Guardians of the Galaxy, Rainbow Six, uh, Extraction, like... The games come there. All the EA Play games come in there as well. Like the AAA titles are there. Yeah, they're not exclusive, but like I don't. That doesn't really bother me. Like I, I, I see a lot of fanboys like talking about oh the PlayStation Plus upgrade thing is going to be so much better. They've already confirmed that there's not going to be any first party games coming day and date there. Those the Xbox titles are still coming. They just have to come at some point. That's the big thing here. It sucks waiting. I understand the delays. I'm always okay with the delay if it's going to make the game better, if we don't have such a broken mess at launch. But at some point, Xbox has to get these things turned around. We have to start seeing these games come out at some point. There's just too big of a catalog of exciting games that we just don't know anything about. Yeah, like for me personally, I'm not bored of Game Pass at all. Um, just because like the type of person I am, I play a lot of games. So like if John, you know, tells me, hey, like like for instance, Back for Blood, right? That's a game I didn't buy. I played completely through at launch, probably the first two weeks, right? And then I put down for a few months. And just recently, John's like, hey, I've been getting back into Back for Blood. You should download it. And I was like, all right, I'll download it. And I played one night with you and that was fine. I still have it installed. That doesn't mean like I'm not going to play it ever again, but it's just nice to have, you know, just a library of games, especially like if you play with friends, it's a genius thing to have because for that instance right there, John says, Hey, I've been playing this game. That's on game pass. You already own it. Just download it and try it with me or play with me for one night, whatever it is. So, like, there's that whole aspect. The other thing is I will still say that Game Pass is hands down the best deal in gaming. Um, just because I think it does come out cheaper, right, than the PlayStation, like, top tier. Oh, yeah. The PlayStation Plus top tier, whatever it's going to be called. Um, it still comes out cheaper, and you just have a giant library of games to play. First party or not. Yeah, you have all, like, the old Xbox first party AAA exclusives. Um but on top of that, you are going to get, you know, a bunch of just, like, EA games, like you said. Um, for instance, all the Yakuza games have been on and off there, you know, more or less uh, a few times <clears throat> in the past few years. So it's just, like, the value is definitely still there. It's just a matter of your preference, you know? Like, I would say, yeah, drop Xbox Game Pass if the reason you had it is to play the three major exclusives a year. In which case, drop it and then pick it back up when, you know the next big first party xbox game comes out mm -hmm. um which you know you could do that like that's definitely an option for you 
But, like, they're still announcing games coming to Game Pass day and date on launch. Whether that's an indie game, uh, AAA, like, you know, big game. It's, it's, it, and we're about just to not, see a lot more with the showcase that's coming up. Yeah, there's just not exclusives to Xbox. And, like, there's nothing wrong with that. I still think that if you are buying a next-gen console today as somebody who has no bias, PlayStation or Xbox, and has, like, you know, doesn't care where their friends are playing, I still think Game Pass and, like, an Xbox Series S or X is the way to go, hands down. Even if you have a gaming PC, like, I still think it's a no-brainer just to have Game Pass for PC, just because yeah. there there is a giant library of games there to play, and there is something there for everybody. You know, you have your puzzle games, you have, you know, RPGs, you know, whatever you want is in there. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's your money. Do with it what you want. But I am probably always going to recommend Xbox Game Pass as, like, the one thing you should buy if you have a PC or if you have an Xbox. Like, it's just too good of a deal to pass up. I tell all of my friends, and they don't really believe me or anything, but I'm like, guys, you are passing up hundreds of great games and a lot of games that you might not even think that you would like if you see any interest in it at all what's the problem in just downloading it and giving it a try um there's a lot of stuff there a lot of it it puts a lot of it puts a spotlight on a lot of games that originally wouldn't get it so yeah i think it is a great service still um really the only thing that i could see like making it better is Xbox start releasing their games in a timely matter. They're just all over the place right now, right? Like, yeah. I think that if they knew Starfield and Redfall were going to get delayed last fall, they would have pushed some of their releases back, right? To be spread out more. Mm-hmm. Like, may- maybe Psychonauts would have been a spring game. I don't think they would have delayed Halo anymore just because there's already been so much backlash at that. Um, oh, Should have been. It, yeah, Halo <laughs> needed another year. Believe it or not, Halo needed another year. Um, so, yeah, I think they would have spread out. I have a question for you, though, John. Do you think that if subscriber numbers to Game Pass goes down enough that we'll start seeing a lack of games on Game Pass in terms of, like, who Xbox is willing to shell money out for to get their game on there? I don't think so because the last few years have grown. Game Pass has grown so much that just a little dip is expected to happen at some point. Yeah. Um, and it's not something that they're going to be worried about. They are still going to be pushing the service very hard. We mentioned the showcase. That's going to have a lot of games announced. That could change a lot of people's minds, whatever is coming out at that time. Who knows? But uh, yeah. I, like, it, I, I feel like... I don't, uh, I, don't see the, I don't see the service dipping in quality anytime soon it can really only get better and that only happens once Xbox gets their games out. It's just, we don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I, I think because like their numbers have grown so much and I feel like the service itself has stayed pretty consistent over the past, you know, two ish years in terms of the content coming and going. I think, like you said, I think they have anticipated a dip of some sort at some point, you know, like whether it's a, you know, 5% dip or 20% dip, you know, whatever it is. Um, but as of right now, I think Game Pass is the thing that Xbox has. Like, they may not have exclusives coming, but Game Pass is the thing they have going for them. So I feel like even if they had, like, a 50% dip, I don't think they're going to change anything because that's where they're making their money as of right now. You know what I mean? Like, people aren't going to go out and, like, pre-order a shit ton of copies of Starfield, you know, when it just got delayed. You know, yeah. especially after after Cyberpunk... I don't understand why anybody would pre-order a game without seeing reviews. That's just my opinion, but like obviously there's you know argument to be had there as well. Um, personally, I haven't pre-ordered a game in years unless it's a game like Halo, where like I know no matter what I'm gonna play it just because I love the Halo franchise. I just don't pre-order games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, that's just kind of the state of the industry at the moment, but. All right, moving on, John. Let's talk about giant games that have been delayed out of 2022 because this kind of goes in with the same thing. We're talking about Starfield getting delayed into 2022. That was supposed to come out the 
day after my no the day before my wedding Mm -hmm. so i mean i'm kind of glad that one got delayed personally (laughs) that's just me being selfish um does it have a release date now no it's just i I think they might have said spring but they didn't set a firm release date you you think we get that at e3 or summer game fest the showcase yeah the showcase yeah they've got to show it at some point yeah. yeah, no, I, I think they'll set a new release date. Um, I think we'll also see uh, Redfall, what's going on there. That one, I think, got a lengthier delay. I think that one is now expected to come out next summer, but I'm not 100% sure if they actually set release windows on those or not. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see both of them. I I mean, those have, those were the two big things coming out this year out of Bethesda and Xbox, so them not being here now. It makes you wonder, man, what would Xbox look like if they didn't make these acquisitions? I mean, the thing is, though, like, even with if they hadn't made these acquisitions, we'd already we've already seen years like this where Xbox has like nothing coming out. That's why this stuff is so frustrating right now. Um, they have nothing coming out, and then they announce Scalebound, they show us Scalebound, and they cancel Scalebound, all mm-hmm. all within that time of nothing coming out. Yeah. Or you would have a year where State of Decay 2 is your big release, which I love that game, but that's not, not a giant triple A thing. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of games that we still need to see. State of Decay 3, um, and all that, but Yeah. We'll talk uh, about that later when it gets closer. Breath of the Wild 2 also delayed into 2023. That still sad about that. Yeah. I know you are. Um I still got to beat Breath of the Wild 1, John. Um, one of these days, I want to stream it, and I want to have you in Discord with me watching me play it so, right. that you, so that you can coach me. Th- like, what am I not getting when I'm playing this <laughs> that makes people think that this is, like, the best game ever made? All right. Wh- what good. am I missing? Um, all right. Uh, moving on. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League also got delayed into next year. Yeah. So I, I have no interest in this. I'm interested I, I, in it because for, it's for Rocksteady, me, but I'm still sad that they went away from the Arkham games. Yeah, for me, this and is it Gotham Knights are on the same yeah. same tier of game for me. Like, mm-hmm. take it or leave it. Like, I'm fine without it. If it comes to Game Pass one day, I'll probably play it. But Or if Loops buys it on Xbox, I'll play it. But it's not a game I'm willing to pay for. I'm just gotcha. not big into, you know, DC stuff, honestly. Unless it's Batman, because Batman's, you know, the biggest DC superhero there is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Yeah, there's also been a few other, like, smaller tier delays out of this year, but I wanted to focus on just the AAA games, because coming into this year, I was saying this year is going to be stacked, and now we're in May, and we had Elden Ring, we had Horizon, we had Pokemon Arceus, at the beginning of the year, which was a very strong start. We've been in a dead point for a couple of months now, and it looks like the next few months are going to be the same way this year. Quickly. It, it quickly moved all of its like, well, not all of it, but a lot of its big hitters into 2023 and beyond. Um, I, and I really don't see this being the end of it. So what other games set to release this year? Could you see being delayed into 2023? God of War. I could see that. God of War, there. Ragnarok. Absolutely. I don't think there is a single person out there right now that believes that game is going to release this but year. I mean, here's the thing, though, is like Corey Barlog came out with that video, right? It was like the four year anniversary of the first one coming out. Four mm. or five. How long has it been? Four, three, four years? Four. Um, you know, saying, hey, like, we're not ready to, you know, show it yet, but it's being worked on. The fact that they're not ready to show it yet, that's And it's supposed to me. come out within six months? Yeah, yeah. no, that's worrisome. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely worrisome. But then, like, right after that, somebody who works on the game, like, confirmed that it is coming out this year. Like, pretty much said, like, I'd be willing to bet my paycheck or something that it's coming this year. Um, and I'm sure that person got in a lot of fucking trouble for saying that. Um, ask, ask Todd Howard about Starfield when he gave it a, a November 11th release date last year. Everything he said is, yeah, no, it's coming out 100% at that time. And yeah. now it's delayed. These things happen. And, like, just because you're working on the game doesn't mean, like, 
Corey Barlog is in talks with like the highest executives at Sony, right? Like mm-hmm. that's not that's not going to trickle down to the employees until like probably the day before they announce it to the public. Yeah. No, they can think that they can hope and think that it's coming out this year, but until it actually comes out this year, I'm not buying in on God of War Ragnarok being a 2022 release. That I could really see it being like an April release like the last one was. You good? Hold on. I'm looking up what other like major titles are coming out this year. Okay, well, I know we have Hogwarts Legacy. I think that one will release I... this year. I do, especially because we saw like that, like very pre-alpha footage, like four years ago. It feels like yeah. at this point, they're they're also ramping up the stuff now. Um, <clears throat> like the PlayStation blog just put out a thing talking about all the features that the DualSense will have in that game. Like PlayStation and uh, WB are ramping up stuff for that. I think that one is definitely coming out this year. We have Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I believe that uh, those games never get delayed. So. Yeah, they don't. They they don't care what those look like. Pokemon's going to come out when it comes out. Um, what else do we got, though? Uh, I'm scrolling through this list. Hold on. It's a long list because it goes through every month. Saints Row, did that get pushed back yet? No. It got that, pushed uh, once, right, to the it, fall, It got pushed it? once, yeah. It was supposed to come out at the beginning of this year. Now it's supposed to come out in August. I have no desire to play that whatsoever. Neither do I. I don't, I don't it, care if it's delayed or not. <laughs> same here. It like uh, it could very well surprise us, and like it we could. might we might see maybe it gets like nines across the board. We're like, you need to play the Saints Row reboot, but it literally just looks like a Watchdogs clone to me from what mm-hmm. we've seen so far. Um, I'd be interested to see actual gameplay. I don't think we saw actual gameplay, right? We just kind of saw like a. I, I Q- think they QTE did put event. out a gameplay thing recently oh well but i haven't watched it because i just don't care about it right now i love saints row the third and i enjoyed saints row four this reboot that they've got going on though just is not doing it for me another game another game i can see getting delayed another game lord of the rings Gollum. we still have not Uh, seen anything on that that one in the quick news, uh, it actually just got a release date for September 1st. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's on the list. That, okay, so, so it's probably, probably coming out this year, but it's been delayed so many times before that, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, we have Modern Warfare 2 remake coming out October 28th, which is pretty cool. That yep. was like one of my favorite Call of Duties, so I will probably pick that up, honestly. Well, it's it's not the same game, it's continuing the reboot so it's it's going to be a different game it's not like a remake of that one. Oh, really i thought it was yeah. like didn't they remake the first one they remake they did a remaster for it but uh, but the second one got a remaster of the campaign only this is the oh. continuation of that last modern warfare game that came but out dude what the fuck like i know video games like i follow them <laughs> how do i if i don't know this how the fuck is Joe Schmo sitting on his couch seeing an ad for it going to know this? It's confusing. Yeah. Because no, I just assumed, I just assumed, I was like, oh, they're due for a Modern Warfare 2 remake. No. Like they did the first not one. I didn't even, it's like, why The, the why campaign not? was remastered. You can yeah. buy that and play it. But yeah. But no, I don't care about the campaign. This Modern Warfare 2 is different. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably still buy it. I like the last Modern Warfare Call of Duty yeah, game. Yeah, it was so. good. Yeah. And I mean, Modern Warfare is one of the biggest sub-series ever so yeah yeah um so games that are not on this list but have been rumored lately uh the last of us remake uh it's been rumored oh, lately I that it's gonna about that. that it's been rumored that it's coming out this year which really would, wow. yeah which would make sense considering the show's coming out like they would probably want something to come out with the show to you know boost sales is that this year the show i don't know if it's this year um I, hope I, it is. I don't I don't think a re first of all a remake should just not be happening because that game oh does I not agree need a remake it but, got remastered uh, on the PS4 the one no the last of us thing that I think is coming out this year is uh the multiplayer thing. the factions not even, factions it's, yeah. it's it's rumored that both are coming this year gotcha maybe that'll be some kind of like bundle thing yeah because apparently the team that made the last of us 2 was put on this assignment like immediately after they finished the second game gotcha which like realistically like how hard can a remake of the first one be you know what i mean like it's you have you 
you have to imagine like now we don't know anything about game dev, but you have to imagine like they're pretty much just bringing it into whatever if it's the same engine in Last of Us Two, whatever they're doing, and just bringing mm. new assets in. Probably. Um, yeah, I don't think it needs a remake. Will yeah, I play yeah. it if it comes out this fall? Probably. Probably because it's a great game, but I don't if 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 it ends up being sixty dollars, I am not touching it. This has to be at How much most, would you like, pay? A, Thirty would probably be the max for me. Because it is a good game, especially if factions is involved. Well, John, it's Sony, so it's gonna be seventy because it's gonna be Prob- a PS5 uh, yes, exclusive. 70. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> so stupid (laughs) so with all this being said do you think 2023 is going to be like the big gaming year you know since since what what would you say the last big gaming year was when breath of the wild and horizon came out 2017 yeah absolutely but 2018 as well because we had god of war red dead redemption celeste that was a banger year as well but 2017 is probably my favorite of the recent years because you had the switch breath of the wild horizon there was so much good stuff in those two years. I've actually been kind of sad since then because it, the years, we've had good gaming years, but we haven't had those banger years. I thought 2022 was going to be that coming into it. So I'm not really buying 2023 going to be absolutely massive until I like actually see <clears> these <throat> games come out and we actually know more about them. There's just so many question marks. A lot of that is because of the pandemic and all that like we are very much still feeling the effects of that but just the fact that yeah there's a lot of games set to release next year that are awesome and amazing a lot of these games though were supposed to come out this year and we still have games to be announced for next year so what all is going to be moving around by the time that we get to that point yeah well, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see uh, what the end of this year and beginning of next year brings. Um, I'm excited for next month to see kind of what Xbox shows uh, in terms of dates for stuff. Um, yeah, they, they're definitely lacking on games. Like, everybody knows that. So mm. they got to do something. Well, so we'll see. We'll see yeah. what ends up happening. All right, our next story um, comes to us from... Uh, Wesley LeBlanc at Game Informer. The headline says, Xbox declined an offer to make Marvel games, according to a Marvel executive. Um, So I'll just read a few paragraphs here. Executive Vice President and Head of Marvel Games, Jay Ong, uh, has revealed in a book that both Xbox and PlayStation were approached about making Marvel video games, but only one of the console makers accepted the offer. I wonder which one it was, John. Uh, A look around the gaming landscape reveals exactly which one, too. PlayStation, the company with an exclusive Spider-Man franchise and an upcoming Wolverine game. Uh, And over on the Xbox side, you won't find any new Marvel games developed by an Xbox studio because, according to Ong, the company declined Marvel's offer, opting instead to focus on its own IP, as reported by Video Games Chronicle. So that's where I'm going to leave it. Um... John, you think this paid out for Xbox? They're working on their own IP here. This stuff is frustrating. It's just funny to me how this comes directly after what we were just talking about. It about is how Xbox is not having games. It is important to note, though, at the time that these talks would have been taking place, Activision was just getting out of their Marvel deal. There's actually like a point in here where... Uh, here, one sec. Uh, Ong said that Activision asked him when the, when uh, they were taking back their titles, what are you going to do with this IP after you get it back? He said, I'm going to find a better home for it. To which Activision replied, good luck finding your unicorn. <laughs> which is just like, what the hell? <laughs> that definitely worked out for them. But no, uh, at this time, let's say this would probably be like 2013, 2014. This is, again, during a time where Xbox did not have anything coming out and they wanted to focus on their own game so what what would they have been making rare would have been working on sea of thieves halo 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 5 halo 5 and halo infinite during this time uh they did not have bethesda at this time so none of those franchises or none of those companies so i i can kind of understand why they were doing it at this time they were very focused on gears halo forza but the problem was that was all they had. 
plus Fate of Decay and some other like smaller deals and all that. Oh, Fable Legends. Fable Legends, yeah. <laughs> so the timing of it, this is just during a time where everything was going wrong with Xbox. This is when Xbox didn't have a future. Like, we at least have that now. Back then, there was nothing to look forward to with Xbox because Halo 5 was disappointing. Gears 5, I liked it, but I know people didn't like it. Um, yeah, it. at the timing, I can understand how this happened. This 100% did not work out in Xbox's favor, though. No, I mean, and it makes sense that Sony would, you know, want to start with a Spider-Man game, right? Because yeah. Sony owns the rights to the movie deal. So it's it only makes sense that they would want to start there. And Spider-Man, probably the most known Avenger, you know, Marvel superhero there is. So yeah. that that's a no-brainer. And it kind of sucks that Xbox didn't jump on that train for them because we'd probably be looking at Xbox in a very different light right now. You know, because if maybe you think though. about it, maybe, who, who knows? Who would, be, who would be making the game and what game would it be? It could have been Insomniac with a Spider-Man game. You never know, man. It, it could have been. That's 100% right, because after Sunset Overdrive came out, I was saying, man, this yeah. would be an amazing Spider-Man game. Man, what a weird time warp that would have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, it literally could have been, like, granted, it would have been a different game, right? It wouldn't have been the Spider-Man game we know and love, but it would have been an Insomniac yeah. Spider-Man game, potentially. But, yeah, I don't know. Either way, if you think about it, since this, you know, was brought to both companies' attention... Sony has now come out with two Spider-Man games, a bunch of DLC for one of them. Uh, well, like two, I think, fairly substantial DLCs, like probably four hours long, each one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're coming out with a third Spider-Man game and, and a Wolverine. Wolverine game. So, like, in all those Spider-Man games probably made them a shit ton of money because they were oh. very successful and popular. Yeah. So, yeah, Microsoft That's only gonna definitely keep happening. missed out. I... Do you see Xbox changing their mind and going back to them and saying, hey, we want to make a game now in a Marvel franchise? And what's what's left, right? What are they going to make, a Squirrel Girl game or whatever the fuck? I'd be like... down for that. They could make a lot of things. Obviously, you're not making Avengers because Square Enix has that. You're not making Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I think a Doctor Strange game would be a lot of fun. Um, that sounds like, that sounds like a lot of hard work. <laughs> A Doctor Strange hard, man. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of hard work <laughs> to make a Doctor Strange game. <laughs> I'm down for it, though. Give me it. Uh, yeah, no. There's definitely areas they could go. A Fantastic I mean, Four, he- hear me out, an though. overall Ima- X-Men game. Imagine imagine Xbox approaches them for a Doctor Strange game, and then behind Xbox's back, Marvel goes to Sony like, hey, they want to take Doctor Strange. How Do you, you feel strongly about this? And, and That cool game would be no, awesome. That would be cool. Sorry. And then, and then Sony's like, picture this, right? Ratchet and Clank rift apart. Remember those rifts? Imagine that, but with Doctor Strange. And then Marvel be like, God damn you, I'm in. Fuck Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I'd be okay. I am right now being as, as much as I've gotten into Marvel in the last decade, I'm so happy that they've got so many good games coming out because when they were with Activision... It was a lot of not great stuff for a long time. You had Spider-Man 2. I like the Deadpool game that they released, but there was a lot of crap in there. Now we're getting these games made by developers that really care about this stuff, and I'm just excited to see more of that. If that's Xbox or not, whatever. All right, moving on. Next article comes from Game Informer. This is written by John Carson. Uh, The title is, Report EA almost merged with NBC Universal before deal with Comcast dissolved. Uh, mergers, acquisitions, and consolidation are all the rage with major conglomerates these days. Microsoft is in the process of acquiring Activision Blizzard. Discovery and Time Warmer have recently finished merging into one mega media empire, and Sony is bringing Destiny developer Bungie into the PlayStation family. Uh, what we didn't know about was a now-failed bid for NBC Universal to strengthen its hand by folding Electronic Arts into its corporate umbrella. According to a report from Dylan Byers at Puck News, the merging of EA into NBC Universal was well in motion until the deal fell apart in April. Damn, that's pretty recent. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian Roberts, chairman and CEO of Comcast Corporation, is said to have wanted to inject 
the business with an influx of new IP and brands for some time now, and EA was in the crosshairs most recently. In the wake of the Microsoft Activision deal, Roberts approached Electronic Arts CEO Andrew Wilson with a proposal to spin off NBC Universal and merge the media and gaming giants. Four sources uh, with knowledge of the proposal told me, uh, writes Byers, uh, he says the deal was negotiated for weeks, and the most common outcome, if it went through, would have had Andrew Wilson leading this new amalgamation with NBC Universal had Jeff Shell elevated within Comcast. <sighs> that was a lot to read. <laughs> yeah, so when I first heard this news, I was like, what the hell? NBC trying to get into video games? That made no sense to me whatsoever. Um, but uh, I, I got a little bit of a clue as to what they were trying to do here, reading on here. Um, Despite the recency of the shattering of this merger, Byers also states that EA has been looking toward Disney for a similar business deal. His sources called a relationship EA wants with Disney as a more meaningful relationship than just licensing deals. Byers points out that the mixing of ESPN and EA Sports could prove to be a lucrative unification for both sides. That's 100% what they were trying to do with NBC here. They were trying to get in on the uh, NBC Sports stuff and trying to uh, they were trying to grow Madden. They were trying to grow. Um, what else do they have? FIFA, probably. NBC doesn't have FIFA. Who cares about FIFA? Um, they were just trying to grow their sports stuff in general. I think here. Um, I mean, it, it makes sense because, like, when you think of EA nowadays, you're not really thinking of, you know, let's say, um, Star Wars Battlefront because that was kind of a failure for that kind of game. They really dropped the ball there. Uh, so you're not thinking of, like, other types of games in terms of, like, what IP you could, you know, potentially bring. And the sports one makes the most sense because yeah. that that is where EA makes their money, right? That's their bread and butter. That's what they love. Um, but I'm going to look up some – I'm looking up a list of IP that NBC owns, and I'm curious to see – what kind of games do you think that they would make EA like, make? Like, would, would they, like, <laughs> spin off and do, like – uh, let's see what what does NBC have? I I'm I'm looking. Hold on, I, I just clicked on the link. NBC is that the Office? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, no, that's <laughs> Peacock. That's Peacock. Yeah, that's NBC. Is it? Yeah, I thought so. So we've got we got a future Office game potentially, which would uh, be Law awful. and Order. You'd have some Law and Order. Um, Chicago Fire. That's a big show. <laughs> um. Hold on. Come on. Get out. What is this pop-up doing here? What is this pop-up doing here? Reality shows. America's Got Talent. Let's go. One verse 100, that shit. Let me perform in front of 100 people. Um, The Voice. American Ninja Warrior. I'm pretty sure there already is a Ninja Warrior game somewhere, isn't there? There probably is. Um, Let's see. Game shows. Weakest Link. The Wall. Capital One College Bowl. What the fuck is that? The Weakest Link is still a thing? It died in 2020. Well, wait, 2001 to 2002, and then it came back for 2020 and died. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> let's see. Award shows. Dude, I cannot wait. Oh, the Golden Globes apparently was only on NBC for so many years. Um, Golden Globes game. Yeah, the, the People's Choice Awards game. Um, let's see. Talk shows. No. Saturday Night Live. The game. So yeah, I don't know. It's getting really boring. There. I what don't about really the, under what about what about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, John? Did you play that <laughs> oh, game? How how many uh giant balloons can you <clears throat> bring down in a short amount how, of time? How many microtransactions do you think that has? Oh my god. Yeah, no, there's just nothing there for EA outside of sports. Yeah. I don't... Oh, the Olympics, that would be a big deal. Make an Olympics based game. Uh it depends on what that deal looks like with Sega. For the Mario and Sonic games. If they have an exclusivity deal. I have no idea. I doubt that they have an exclusivity deal on, like, athletes' names and stuff. But that gets hairy, too, because, like, those athletes are all for different sports. They'd all have to be signing, you know, deals with the Olympics themselves. Yeah, for their likeness. Yeah, for their likeness. Much like, you know, the MLB and, like, NFL and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, just, everything everything else is like sports. You got the Olympics, NFL on NBC, Golf Channel on NBC, Thoroughbred Racing on NBC, uh, college and high school football, U.S. Olympic trials, tennis, boxing, just you name it. It's all yeah. on NBC, NASCAR, IndyCar series. Yeah, the thing there is for hardcore gamers that like Mass Effect and Dragon Age and Skate, like that stuff. That that do nothing for us. Um, you and I, we like our sports, but that was that's really the only good outcome coming out of this, I think. Um, hopefully Disney doesn't end up in them, and I don't think they will. I think that relationship is pretty soured after Battlefront 2. I think they're allowing them to do Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order 2 only because the first the one, first one did well. Yeah, I think... Uh, I would think Disney would try and avoid them and let's hope that they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Time will tell John time will tell. Uh. Take me to the quick news. All right. The most played games this year came out years ago. So this is from Matt Piscatella on Twitter. Um, he's got a chart here of the top 10 most played games, not the top 10 best selling. This is top 10 most played uh, according to the NPD starting at number 10 we have NBA 2k22 Call of Duty Vanguard Madden NFL 22 Call of Duty Warzone Animal Crossing New Horizons Among Us Fortnite The Sims 4 Grand Theft Auto 5 and then Minecraft as the number one so there's a lot of people that are upset because Elden Ring's not on here but the thing is, as huge as Elden Ring is, as many copies as it sold, uh, that's a play it once and don't come back game. All of these games on here are, all right, Minecraft is just never going to die. That game's gigantic. Same yeah. with Grand Theft Auto V and The Sims 4, Fortnite, Among Us. Like These live service games, not only do they have the, um, they have the crowd playing them from years in the past, that just keep coming back and playing it. But when they throw events like Fortnite does, they're bringing new people in all the time as well. Elden Ring has a very dedicated fan base that's growing, no doubt, but it's not nearly as big as any of these titles. Yeah, uh, you want to talk acquisitions, John. Xbox fucking, they robbed. For t- like they, they made out buying Minecraft. For two billion dollars, yeah, that's an insane. It it good sounded deal for them. The, the thing is, it sounded insane at the time. I remember I was mm-hmm. eating my lunch, uh, I was on break from work. I was eating my lunch at a Burger King, and I was watching Kind of Funny Games Daily, and they were talking about. It. I was like, "What the fuck? Yeah, like that? No. That is way too much for Minecraft." But nope, nope, they're proven to us it's not. No, they. They easily made their money back within just a couple of years of that deal going through. Um, all right. Uh, the Marvel MMO that was announced six months ago has been canceled. I don't think they had a name for it, but it was being made by the same guys that made a DC MMO. Yeah, they made DC Universe Online. Yeah, so um, MMO fans are probably sad, I would imagine. Uh, probably. We- we talked about this earlier. Modern Warfare 2 is releasing October 28th and Lord of the Rings Golem releasing September 1st. Uh, Replaced, which is a game that was revealed at last year's Xbox showcase, which had the pixelated art style and looked really fucking cool. That's been delayed into 2023 now. Uh, the reason for that, though, is uh, to make sure that everyone was safe because uh, they are a uh, Ukrainian. Um, makes sense. Yeah, so 100% makes sense there. Dead by Daylight is getting a dating simulator called Hooked on You, being made by the KFC dating simulator devs, and I cannot wait for this. Sounds <laughs> it, awful. It's oh, it's it's a meme. That's all it is. It, but I cannot wait for it. Um, older PlayStation games on the new PS Plus are getting trophy support. I think I had a stroke there when I was yeah. typing trophy. Um, I think I think this is awesome. I I really yeah. wish Xbox would do you know add achievements to OG Xbox games that are backwards compatible because like this is really cool and I don't think it's all PlayStation games. I think there's just some. So. There's just like a select few. Um, but yeah, it would be really cool. Like 
Maybe just start doing it. You know, Fable's coming out soon. And release the fucking achievements for Fable 1. Although, can you get achievements? For, in the is uh, it the anniversary, remaster. yeah, yeah, the anniversary. Okay, yeah, never mind. But no, that you could, that would be amazing to get some Xbox achievements in those original Xbox games. You know, e- e- even if it's just like you don't have to give it the full thousand gamer score, just give it like two hundred. Just make. I will say, keep, give me another reason to play an older game. I will say this does kind of help me push me to more towards playing these PlayStation games because I same I'm. I want to play these old games regardless. I want to play Twisted Metal and all that. You put trophies in there. Hell yeah, I'm going to get them. Aren't they stream though? The PS Plus ones? Like the PS3 games are. Not and, not and 1 two. and 2. Those are download. I thought 2 was streamed. No, just 3 because PS3 had the weird uh architecture to play games on it. PS1 and 2, they can be streamed, but you can uh you can download them. Cool. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I like I, so. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out right now. But like, I wish, I, I wish it wasn't so expensive because I would totally do it to try it out. But it's not massively expensive. It is like a few more dollars than Game Pass Ultimate. I think it's like eighteen dollars a month. Um, but they do have like the annual plan, which helps. Which Game Pass doesn't have, which is one thing I still don't understand. Um, but. I don't know. We'll see. If if I'm fine paying for a Nintendo Switch online, I I think I'll get the PS Plus, especially if we start seeing more good games. Uh, what are I I saw Ridge Racer was announced. Siphon Filter is one that has. I have, I have a chart up here, John, that says. Oh, okay. Um, here I'll post it. I posted a link there for you to look at. Um. But the reason I thought that is because I looked at the bottom. So so the only way you could play PS3 games is if you have the premium, which is the highest tier, mm-hmm. which is kind of dumb because that's that's basically their way of gatekeeping the cloud streaming, right? Because it includes cloud streaming of PS3 games, which is the only way you could play it. And you can also cloud stream original PlayStation, PS2, PSP, and PS4 games. But like you said, you were right. The P... The, PS1, PS2, PSP classic games. Um, I totally forgot PSP was included. Wait, hold on. How come... So how come PS3 remasters can I be was downloaded? just wondering that. Like, what does that are, include? Are they, are, Is are that they, like the last like, of us? I don't know. Are they porting it? You know what I mean? Like, are they... I no, because I, I would think The Last of Us remasters is a PS4 game. It was never right. out on PS3. So, so they're... Uh, unless what i'm saying is are they talking about games that originally released on ps3 but got remastered on ps4 or are they talking about games on like ps2 that got remastered on ps3 so who knows that's so confusing (laughs) it is because like maybe what they're doing is like maybe their term remaster is gonna mean like a ps3 game that they're kind of trying to port over to be playable by downloading and not have to be on the cloud, um, because I imagine there. Think of anything that people would want from that, because I mean you, I don't know. All, the only ones I can think of are like Shadow of the Colossus and. Uh, um, no, I, I'm not Demon thinking Souls. of. I'm not thinking remasters at all. I'm just thinking like, they're just like using the word remaster of a way to bring gotcha. a PS3 game to the service that can be downloaded, because like we know like the whole cell what is it cell processors or whatever the fuck on the ps3 made it so hard so maybe there are some games that they're able to do it with it's just not all of them who knows okay i'm not certainly not me i don't know (laughs) it's very confusing um okay last up here on quick news norman reedus has leaked that a death stranding sequel is happening and who cares because it's death stranding yeah i'm not a fan um I could also see this being one of those like things where like he thinks that it's happening, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's like a DLC or something. Who knows? Maybe um, it's maybe it's another director's cut. Yeah, director's cut. Maybe, maybe it's a, a remake. It's, it's actually do. just a remake. It's a remake. It it's actually uh the Xbox game that Kojima's working on. <laughs> Silent Hill. <laughs> All right, John, we are getting long here. We're at 50 minutes already. So let's right. start. Let's talk about what we've been playing. 
Um, All right. Both been playing Let's... Evil Dead. Evil Dead the game. So yeah, be sure to check out our two Let's Plays that we have up on our YouTube channel, Pixel Street Videos. Um, how how many games have you played? You've played a few, right? Six, seven, something like that. All right. That's probably close to about what I've played. Um, it's an okay game. I enjoy it. I have fun, especially when like you and me are playing or I'm playing with loops or something. Um, I don't think this is a game I'm ever going to play solo. Um, yep. These kind of games, typically I don't do that. Really, I only do that with Dead by Daylight, and that's because I enjoy Dead by Daylight. Uh, this game is a bit janky. Uh, there's quite a few bugs. Um, I I also don't think that it's balanced well. I think the survivors have a very easy path to victory unless someone like completely goes off on their own and messes up. Or or if the person playing the monster is just like, you know, has been leveling up their monster, you know, mm-hmm. in the, what is it, the collection screen in the main menu? If they've just been yeah. using a shit ton of points and leveling them up. But yeah, I feel like there's only been one time when I lost. And it was the, it, it was the time, I think it was me and you playing. Was it me and you? I can't remember. But it was my first ever match. And the only reason we lost is because like, we had a guy. What was happening? <laughs> we had a guy just like going rogue on his own, didn't know where to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Piano Man Will is in the chat. He says he votes for bi-weekly let's plays on the channel. Hey, I'm all for it. Yeah, we'll, we'll find 100%. a different game to play every other week, and we'll we'll record it. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I I like Evil Dead the game. Of course, I've also never seen any of the movies. I haven't seen the show. I have no background here in Evil Dead the game, but I like it. It's I just don't see how much longer... If there was anything else releasing right now, I would be playing that instead of Evil Dead. I agree. It's just... It's something new to play right now. Yeah. that That's all it is for me. Um, that's not but to like, say, like... I, I don't think it's a bad game. I just no. think that it's... It's the Evil Dead, right? I feel like it's got a very niche yeah. fan base of people that are going to be like, oh, Evil Dead, I need to play that game. Um it's more it also, like it just came out at the perfect time to get people like me and you who like yeah. I've seen the show. I, I've seen like one of the movies. Um, it's just like I'm not a huge fan of it. It's just something I've watched. Mm-hmm. Um, it just came out at the perfect time for people like me and you. They're like, oh, a new game that people kind of enjoy. <laughs> Let's try it. Yeah, no, that that's pretty much all that happened here. Uh, yeah, like six or seven games in, it is starting to feel monotonous to me already. Because it is literally just every single time the survivors grab three pieces of paper, get the dagger, get the book, go in circles around the witches, and then wait for two minutes. Like, that's every single game. Which, I mean, yeah, that's the same thing with Dead by Daylight. It's always repair five generators and leave before you can. But it just, it's not as fun here as it is in Dead by Daylight to me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I almost wish there was, like, a difficulty like level that you could choose when going online so like maybe you know the enemies hit harder if you're playing on a harder difficulty because like you said as soon as you get to the witches you basically won right yeah because all you do is hold y they hit you once or twice like it doesn't hurt you that much because everybody knows well, like, really, oh, if you just, don't run if right you just up walk in a circle while you're holding y yeah they can't hit you yeah <laughs> it's stupid it yeah. is very no dumb. it's it's not a bad game but if I were reviewing it, I'd probably give it like a six out of ten. I don't think it's anything amazing. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with that. Six, six point five. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so what I've been playing is I've been playing more Halo Infinite lately. Uh, they just came out yesterday with a new fracture event, which uh, fracture event is basically like a small battle pass within the battle pass. I guess you could say they're free events. Um, I think there's twenty levels in it if I'm not mistaken. Oh, usually um, it's like 10, right? No, I think they've all been about 20. I think one oh, was okay. short. I think one was short and was like 10 to 12. But, um, yeah, this one is called Entrenched, um, and it includes a game mode called Land Grab, which is essentially... I don't know how to explain it. Um, you start the match, and there are three zones to grab, and it's not like you don't hold the zone the whole match. You just have to capture the zone, and then once you capture it, your team gets a point, uh, and then that zone goes away. 
and then um, and then once all three zones have been capped, it spawns new points. And you play up to 11. Each team plays up to 11. So if you hit 11, you win. Um, I think it's fun. Um, it just seems to me, like, I just don't understand why they're not bringing back classic game modes. They're just kind of, like, making a different iteration of classic game modes that have been in Halo. Um, in which, like, it's fine. Like, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. I just wish that this was something they added along with all of the classic game modes we know and love in Halo. Um, not just like, hey, here's this. It's kind of like what you've played in the past, but it's different. It's like, we get that you're trying to do your own thing. Um, okay, Wills and Chatty says, 30 levels in this Fracture event with the ability to unlock 10 tiers each of the event weeks. So the way it works is, you know how you have your um, uh, like your weekly challenges? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, they kind of filter, th- like you once you finish a challenge, you get a new one. During the Fracture events, some of them have, like, orange around them, and that means it's specifically for the Fracture event. And those are all revolved around the game mode that was added. Um, And you only get 10 of those a week. And you don't get all 10 of them at once. You have to do all of your shit, all of your challenges to get them all. Hmm. Which is kind of shitty, I think. I think that you should just be able to, you know, work on just those if that's what you wanted to do. Because most of the time when I get... Like, right now, I'm grinding the game because I want to finish that Fracture event to get all those unlocks. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. The Land Grab game mode, I think it's a ton of fun. Uh, I've been enjoying playing it. Halo, like, the engine it's running on is amazing. I think it's a ton of fun to play. I just wish the content was there to make me and my friends all be playing it every weekend. Like, I just wish it was there. Like, I want fucking yeah. Forge. I... The thing is, once co-op becomes a thing, I'm gonna be playing oh, we're this running game. Through that. I'm gonna be <laughs> playing this game on legendary, like until I yeah. beat it with friends. Like it's gonna be yeah. a ton of fun. You and I are running through that on legendary. We're uh, once Forge comes out and we get all these created maps by the community, that's gonna make this so much better. The problem is that we have to wait so long for it. It it's insane. Yeah. Um. And on top of it the 343 dev team is just they're just losing like lead devs after lead devs yeah they just lost a big one yeah they just lost jerry hook today uh will just commented in the chat um yeah i saw that on twitter earlier they i don't he was the uh like head of like lead designer for the game which Mm -hmm. is substantial in a game like this so yeah And, like, this is on top of them saying that they're having trouble, you know, keeping staff to, like, keep the game going more or less or keep, not to keep the game going, but, like, to keep advancing the game further and further, like, how they're wanting to do it. It's definitely an avalanche effect where it's just getting bigger as as more people leave. It's becoming a bigger problem. Um, Hopefully things get turned around, but, yeah, it doesn't look great at the moment. It's making me question, like... In a year, are we going to see them be like, all right, this, you know, was a flop. Like, they're not going to say it, but they're going to, you know, and be like, we are now moving all efforts towards the next Halo game. No, I don't think so. I think they're, I think they're committed to making this work. I mean, we're talking about Microsoft here. They will get employees at some point. They're that big of a company that has that much money to offer people. The names, the numbers will come, but I just really think they did a terrible job of managing this for the first time. I, I, I saw a tweet that like summed the Halo game release timeline up pretty well. It's like if Halo 5 came out when Halo 4 came out, it would have been great. If Halo Infinite came out, you know, in like 2017, 2018, it probably would have been great. And if whatever this Halo BR came out, came out at that time as well, it would have been amazing. But now you have, like, the Halo Infinite BR going to be coming out once they confirm it. We don't even know if it's a for sure thing. Um, probably, probably, what, is. probably in a year and a half to two years from now, something like that. Who knows? And, th- and even at that point, it's going to be like, all right, BR Battle Royale was a huge deal you know, from when Fortnite launched until like probably currently, it's like who's yeah, it's to say that? Big. Who's to say there's not going to be something you know even big like the you know flavor of the day 
two years from now. Yeah. To where like they've just launched late. Yeah. No, they've just completely dropped the ball managing Halo Infinite and its content. I still hope that they turn it around. I think I still, they I, will. I can't talk but... about I can't talk about Halo without asking, what the fuck game were we gonna get in twenty nineteen or twenty twenty? What game was I asked, that? I asked the same thing about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. What game was that, John? Right. It's a good question. Um, all right, so uh, my last bit of games I've been playing here. Uh, I've been playing a bit of Rocket League lately with some friends. Got back into that. Uh, Rocket League is still a lot of fun. I've been dealing with some connection issues lately with it, though. A lot of latency, which has sucked. Uh, but other than that, game is still a lot of fun to play. Uh, also still playing Back for Blood. Uh, I'm on my Nightmare run. I made it to the second act, and I'm working through that right now. So it's really a, a hit and miss thing because uh, there's times where I find amazing teammates to work with, and then there's times where I just find absolute dog shit. Yeah, I, I was gonna ask, are you just doing that with randoms? Yeah, yeah. Have 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 they random. like have they like added you as a friend or anything? Like, saying, I've had hey, a couple. Like, hey, let's fucking play this through nightmare because that's there. What I had do. one night. Uh, might have been over the weekend. Might have been last week. Um. I, uh, I I started playing at like midnight and I was like, oh, okay, I'm just going to play for a little bit. And I found a group that was really good. And I was like, oh, I don't want to leave this group because we were just rolling through levels. And I stayed up until like 830 is when I stopped playing. <laughs> so, uh, I think I saw, I think you posted about it in Discord or tweeted about yeah. it. Or I, saw I was you like, oh, man, say something. I pulled an old nighter. This must be Left 4 Dead 3 because <laughs> I did that all the time with Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah. But yeah, Back for Blood is so much fun with the Tunnels of Terror expansion. I think it fixes so many issues with that game. I'm waiting on the next expansion. There hasn't been any announcement on that for a while. So uh, I'm hoping at uh, Summer Game Fest we get that revealed, whatever is coming next. Yeah. Um, I have no other games really to talk about. I played A Mission on Horizon Forbidden West. I haven't picked that back up. Um there's some new DLC content that came out for uh, it's not D- not new DLC, but it's like a new season for Destiny Two. Uh, I played that briefly last night, but I'll talk about that more next time I'm on uh, the show. Um, I was gonna bring something up, but I can't remember now. Oh yeah, um, the uh, s- nope, the fixture S two dropped the other day. Did you see that? What it dropped? Like it released? Yeah. Yeah, he what? dropped he dropped like like a Founders Edition, which he made out of like the prototype that he got from overseas and old fixture S one parts. But I missed it, so I didn't get one, and now I'm bummed <laughs> because like who knows when the, the next wave could be? Could be a while. From when wow. we had Austin on, he made it sound like it was oh like you know quite a ways out. Yeah, um, would have been nice if he like gave a little uh, sneak peek or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll DM him and be like, "Hey, you got any, more, got, of them, got any uh, more of them? <laughs> got any more of them? You got that fixture S two? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I imagine he just sold whatever he had, which Probably, you know, yeah. why not? He's in the business to make money, right? Yeah. Um, and he deserves it with such a good product. Yeah, it's awesome. And I'm just thinking about how, man, I'm flying to Orlando this week. I would love to have it, but it would be really good to have. Yeah, well, that's it for episode 189 of the Pixel Street Podcast. We're getting so close to 200 episodes, John. It's crazy. Oh, baby. We're old. Um, yeah, I turned 30 in a few weeks, so I'm really I turned old. 30 24 days ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Pixel Street uh, to uh, see when we're posting stuff, like the show, videos, whatever it may be. Uh, check out our pinned tweet to join the Discord where we do pal party nights every once in a while. We try and do one a month, but, you know, life happens. Life happens. Um, yeah, other than that, you can subscribe to us at Pixel Street Videos where we post all of our Let's Plays, uh, podcasts, uh, unboxings. John someday is going to show us how his nacho cheese machine works that he has. Um, I still don't believe that he has a functioning one because he's never sent a video or anything. So, someday, someday. Uh, John, where are you at on them there internets? 
on Twitter, I am at Revex Shadows, and you can find my writing on DoubleXP.com. Uh, recently, I got early access to the Rainbow Six Alpha, a uh, Rainbow Six Mobile Alpha. Uh, it's pretty much just Rainbow Six Siege, um, but on your phone. So I put up an impressions piece on that. You can read about. Um, I also uh, I have a couple things under embargo that I cannot talk about, but. Uh, May 31st and June 1st, uh, I'll have some things coming out. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Campo63 or twitch.tv slash Campo63, even though I haven't really streamed at all lately. I do want to stream more. I, I want to finish Psychonauts finally. I still have not beaten it. Um, but yeah, we'll be back right I'll jump here. into a Discord call and help you with that, too. We can talk about I that. mean, it's not something... I don't need help with it. it just No, <laughs> I mean, just like being there. Cool. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, But yeah, we'll be right back here next week with episode 190 of the Pixel Street Podcast. Bye.